welcome everyone to episode 29 of the Big Fly Pod with your co-hosts, KMA, T. Lou, and CM. Christian, unfortunately, is not able to join us tonight. He is coaching the youth, taking care of what's really important. Um, so we are wishing the best for him. But KMA and I were rolling into uh, highlights here over the week. Of course, there's a lot to get to, but big series this past weekend with the D-backs and Braves one of the bigger ones for the D-backs in a very, very, very long time. Both teams rolled in the weekend, two of the top teams in the NL, basically. Um, game one went to the D-backs, game two went to the Braves, and then game three I had the pleasure of attending today. Um, Zach Gallen versus uh, Mike Soroka. Soroka come in his second start uh, in basically over two years and uh, struggled tonight a little bit, but... Crazy ending, of course, if you if you were able to tune in. Bottom of the ninth rolled around is 6-5 D-backs, obviously in in at Chase Field. Castro, the closer for the D-backs, ended up with bases loaded. Uh, and Eddie Rosario with a go-ahead grand slam. Saw that live. Uh, incredible moment. Uh, really just shows that the Braves are loaded top to bottom and really not a hole in their entire lineup. But before we get into a question that I have for K-May, let's check in with K-May. What's up, dude? How are, how are we doing? How are we feeling? How's the body? How's the body doing? The body's doing good. Um, so I had a bachelor party this weekend up in, up in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Just got back from that. So I am feeling a little sleep deprived. Uh, I was up late both nights, uh, Friday night, Saturday night, you know, doing a, little part, doing a little partying. Um, so we're trying to catch up on sleep this week. So we'll see how we do with that. Yeah. But otherwise, you know, pretty good, man. Pretty good. The sun's the sun is shining. So I'm in a good mood. And Can't Jake complain. Berger might be the best player on the White Sox this year. Cam, I got a question Wait. for you. Yeah, what's up? Can I roll? Can I roll as a D-backs fan? Like, can I? Can I add that fandom? Can I add it to my repertoire? Yeah. So the way I've always looked at like fandom like that is you have like your main team that you're a diehard fan that you grew up as. And then you have like your one B team, like a team that you really, really like that you kind of root for as a backup plan. If your team sucks, you know, for me, that team is the St. Louis Cardinals and the St. Louis Cardinals suck this year. And so do the White Sox. So I don't really have a team that's, you know, doing well this year, but yes, I think that's within the rules. You can absolutely become a, become a D-backs. Okay. So the D-backs are that team. And then for the folks that can't see this, obviously, because we, uh, we haven't gotten to the YouTube version of the podcast yet, but my friends for my birthday gift, they got me a D-backs jersey. Uh, and I had bought this shirt today uh, at the local Dick Sporting Goods. Shout outs, score rewards, not a big deal or anything. Premium member, not a big deal. I don't even know if I am. But rolled into today with the black, with the with the red A logo, just slick jersey, bro. And then they were like, hey, and it was the awkward moment where they're like, we got you the receipt in case you want to get something different. And I rolled in the store and honestly, like the jersey's so slick. But I will say this right now, if you were to think about jerseys across the board, across the MLB. Yeah. Are the D-backs number one right now? Are the D-backs number one right now? Not, not, there's not one jersey, but their repertoire, repertoire, how do you say that word? Tell me. You're the Rep- teacher. Repertoire, repertoire, repertoire of jerseys. You totally, uh, you weren't even close. 
Say what I mean to you, the repertoire. Yeah, whatever. Uh, the, the collection <laughs> of jerseys they have. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, so I've always been a huge fan of the D-backs, like early 2000s jerseys, like with the, like Randy Johnson with the A on the chest. Those were so sick. And I love when they were, the, they were the throwbacks every once in a while. Every, yep, um, yep. That was probably one of my favorite uniforms of all time. Yes. Um, yeah, I think it across the board. And Marlins has some good uniforms, like the Marlins uniforms. Wow. Especially same with them. Same with their throwbacks. Like they, they were like the teal Mondays or teal Tuesdays. I don't know what they do with, at at home, but they were yeah. the throwbacks every Monday or Tuesday, whatever it is. Those are those are dope too. Yeah, yeah. But uh, just an unbelievable crowd, man. I mean, the Braves fans were just. I mean, they were electric, and they had ha- they had a majority of that stadium, obviously. But at the end of the day. I rate Chase Field A plus. Uh, they had the roof closed. It was like a hundred and it got up to like a hundred and hundred and two today, probably. Insanity. Chilly, huh? It's it's insanity. Um, and people are just walking out outside like it's nothing in jeans and stuff. But um, yeah, man, it, it, just an incredible environment. Really love the stadium. Have you ever been to Chase Field, Kame? I've not been to Chase Field. We will be there. We will be there when you come on out. Um, what a ballpark, really great experience. Uh, $20 parking shout out the shout out the stadiums with the $20 parking. There's few and far in between, but, uh, chase field, man, unreal experience, but that kind of leads us into the NL West, uh, because tonight the Dodgers, um, ended up coming out and losing the series against the Yankees which really helped out with the D-backs losing today um, as well. So both those teams now, 35 and 25, um, flip-flop on the last 10, Arizona 6-4 and in their last 10, the Dodgers 4-6. and Uh, The Dodgers do not have a lot of pitching. Uh, Last week, our title of our podcast episode was the Dodgers just win. Now... Syndergaard would, uh, what, do you, did you see this quote? He would yeah, about a kid or whatever it was hypothetical firstborn for his yeah. old self. Uh, that guy's not having kids. Uh, yeah, that's for so the Dodgers with Julio Arias still obviously out right now. Um, they're not looking too solid, but the D backs, you know, that's just that top of the vision right there. I'm still leaning more towards the Dodgers based on their experience, but I'll tell you this came the D backs are electric. I mean, Corbin Carroll and Jake McCarthy are two of the fastest players I've ever seen in this game. It was absolutely incredible to watch. Um, who's the, I'm blanking on his name, the lefty from the Braves bullpen who's been there forever. Oh my Lord. He's uh, not Will Smith, right? Not Will Smith. Shoot. What is that guy's name? Uh, either way, either way, whatever his name is, I, I, I'm blanking on his name. And I feel bad because he's actually a pretty legitimate arm. But Jake McCarthy stole second and third tonight with basically without a throw. Corbin Carroll hit a nuke and also hit a double, which should have been a triple. He was absolutely on fire tonight. The D-backs, though, are just fun because you had like Josh Rojas tonight. He had like a bunch single. Um, they had speed all across the board. Uh, Kettle Marte hit an absolute nuke to right field. Uh, Christian Walker, of course, is one of the most underrated players in all of baseball. I don't know, man. I don't know. That's going to be, I'd be really, I I would be interested to see that series if they do play in Arizona the rest of the year between them and the Dodgers. Um, Just, just awesome baseball, man. Rounding out the rest 
of the NL West. Uh, the Giants at 29 and 30, five and five in their last 10. San Diego losing uh, again tonight to the Cubs, uh, really on a, on a tough track here of late. Uh, 27 to 32, five and five in their last 10. They finish out their series tomorrow against the Cubs in San Diego. The rare Friday to Monday four game series came May. Pretty wonky. Pretty wonky. I don't know what's going on, man. Hopefully everyone's all right in the MLB scheduling department. I mean, could have just been a bad day. <laughs> yeah. Just a little bit of an error. Hey, everyone, guys. Everyone has their days, you know. Everyone has their days. Could have done it on Thursday. Not a big deal. Um, Colorado, 26 and 35, one of the most premier programs in all of baseball, four and six in their last 10. It's, again, man, um, we do this on a week-by-week -week basis. Thoughts and prayers to the people that talk about this on a day-to-day -day basis because I know it's got to be so tough to do it, but it's just the Dodgers will not pull away. And yeah. they, they're still so damn good. They really are, but you lose your series to the Yankees, which the Yankees have not been anything you know, incredibly special this year. But any thoughts there? I'm going to just you touched on the D-backs a little bit a few minutes ago, but probably, in my opinion, the best story in baseball this year. Um, they came came out of nowhere. You, you talked in March. Nobody was talking about the Diamondbacks and how they were going to be over 500 in June. Now we're in June. So it's like they passed the, okay, are they just, you know, starting out hot and they're going to fizzle? They proved they can stick around. So I'm personally rooting for the Diamondbacks too. I'm glad to hear that you're like a, you know, what do we call it? Diamondbacks fan now. So that's, that's good. That's good to see too. So I'll be, I'll be rooting for them. there with you too. I'm, I'm kind of pulling for the D backs to, to hang with the Dodgers and really give them a run for their money here for the, for I love Alex. that man. Uh, Zach Allen is unbelievable. He really is. He's so special tonight to watch. Um, you just, you could tell in certain scenarios that when he went, we, I know this is getting in the, uh, the weeds a little bit, but man, that guy can do a fastball up and in and a slider away a hell of a lot better than a lot of other guys because yeah. it was like you watched the you watched a strikeout happen instead of waiting for it to happen that's what i loved tonight was like i i just saw somebody who was legitimately such a veteran arm that was like i'm gonna all i'm doing is playing chess with you and it was just so impressive to watch man um special dude special special man special uh, let's move on to the NL Central. Uh, Central in the AL and the NL is incredibly weak, um, and it's mm -hmm. sad to see. But uh, things are starting to sort of go into the norm there. But again, these teams are all crazy. Milwaukee, thirty-two and twenty-seven, five and five in their last ten. Pittsburgh just hanging around, dude. Just figuring it out. Um, they ended up winning a series tonight as well. 31 and 27, six and four in the last 10. The Cubbies are 26 and 32, four and six in the last 10. Really tough losses last week. They could have swept the Rays last week, which was just insane. Um, they should have, but that's besides the point. Um, they roll into tomorrow, hopefully getting a series uh, win against the Padres up two one right now. The Cincinnati Reds, man, they're again, like you talked about KMA. If I would have told you the Cincinnati Reds had a better record than the St. Louis Cardinals um, about 60 games in, uh, we would have stopped this podcast and probably would have never talked again. But the Cincinnati Reds, man, are just hanging around 26 and 33, five and five in their last 10. The St. Louis Cardinals, 25 and 35, three and seven in their last 10. 
another a, a team that you know obviously had their struggles and then now they had that patch where it was like this is the best offense in baseball and they simply just cannot get it together with their bullpen and their pitching their pitching is absolutely atrocious and i love saying that because uh of my fandom but looking at that division you just see the milwaukee brewers as we said last week and we said multiple weeks just still linger lingering around um did you hear about this guy that they brought up uh on the brewers on the brewers his name's uh john singleton i think is his name oh is he the guy who like has been in the minors for ever he's like, like the number one couple? it's insane he like got suspended or something and Where's his, uh, here, I'll, I'll pull it up here. Just an incredible story, man. The guy, he was a big time prospect and then got into some trouble with everything. Um, he was with the Astros for a long time, but he just got the call up. So I can go, we can go in the nitty gritty of that if we wanted to, but for time's sakes, eight years out of the big leagues, eight years and gets wow. his uh, call up. Very, very cool, man. Heck, heck of a story. Heck of a story, heck of a story. And, and you know what's a heck of a story of the Pirates? Because the Pirates right now are 31 and 27. They still haven't even called Quinn Preister up, who is a Kerry Grove kid. Absolutely nasty. Oh. The Pirates are still, man, they just, they are just a scrappy ball club. Really kind of like the D-backs a little bit, you know? Five-game winning streak, too. They're hot. Five-game winning streak. I call that hot. That's hot. That's hot. That's hot. Uh, the Cubbies, though, my Cubbies, if you really want to get into a really, really scary place in life, if you want to just put yourself in one, go on Cubs Twitter after a loss. It is the most dangerous place in the world to be for your emotions. Um, you may reconsider everything in your life after reading what some of the things are. But as a Cub fan, you just have to recognize the fact that when you don't really have every anything out there right now that's built through the system, and everything is like a little loaner purchase rather than actually doing things through the minor league system, you're just not going to have success. And that's where the Cubs are. Um, so we'll see. Uh, bullpen wise, again, is still atrocious. They have to win games by six or seven runs. Uh, Marcus Stroman has to pitch every single day for the Cubs, basically, at this point. So, again, I'm I'm over it. It's just going to be if they make the playoffs, it'd be an absolute miracle at this point. Um, let's go on the NL East, uh, a team that I've, I had the pleasure of watching today that I could rightfully say is a legitimate uh, team to win the World Series this year. The Atlanta Braves, 35 and 24, five and five in their last 10, grinded out a series win tonight. As we said, Eddie Rosario with the go ahead Grand Slam. Um, I haven't, I've actually, when you've been to any, like, have you been to any games, KMA, where like uh, MLB based games where you saw a go ahead or, uh, a walk-off in any form? Uh, yeah, I was at a game in April. Sox walked off the Orioles. Electric. Like, yeah, it is. It, it, it's it's just so cool to watch um, because a lot of the time during these games that you could just tell, man, I was talking to my buddy tonight. Like, you think about it. It's like these guys play 162 games. Of Exhausting. Like, just like, like I, I, I'm, I'm mm -hmm. like mind blown sometimes by those numbers. I don't know how they do it, dude. Dude, we played, what was our college season? 50 games? 60 maybe? If that? Yeah, depending upon and, how far you went, yeah. And our bodies were like broken down by the end, you know? Like in June, we were hurting. So I hurting. I, I agree with you. 162 of those freaking things. Did you ever, different. Could you ever, as a real baseball fan, probably would disagree. But tell me that it wouldn't be kind of fun one year if they just went like one game per week. 
and they did like a 25 to 30 game season. So you're kind of comparing it to like the COVID season, essentially, where it was all shrunken down. A lot of people said that was pretty fun. I disagree. I didn't like it. I'm, but I'm a, like, like you said, I'm a traditional baseball fan. So yep. give me one, two, I think it's unique because it's different than any other sport. Right. So, I mean, managing your body and managing your team throughout 162 is a lot different than 16 or 17 in football or however many they play in hockey and basketball. I don't know, 80 games or something. It's just a lot different of how you manage your team and how you manage your bodies. So yep. I think it, it makes it unique, I think. And I, I kind of like that aspect of it to keep it different from the other sports. Yep. Yep. And it's interesting too, because a lot of these guys and in, in reference to this year, specifically for a guy like Michael Harris, who wins the NL rookie of the year last year, not off to the hottest start this year, uh, just doesn't really have that swagger and feel, but you watched him tonight. He goes up against Castro in the top of the ninth, obviously Castro, like we talked about pregame. KMA was like, you know, he's 96 to 99, absolutely disgusting off-speed stuff. Um, and he grinded out a, a walk. And I think you just look at 162-game season and you just think, like, what makes the great teams? It's like when Michael Harris, who is NL Rookie of the Year, who has really just not had that year that, like we just said, and you go out there and you grind out a walk that gives you Acuna, Olsen, and Riley. Like you're just in a better place, man. Again, the Braves are just such a fun team to watch. We talked about it last week with the Dodgers where they're just pumping out dudes left and right. And they just, they're in a great spot. What ice cream are you eating? Uh, strawberry cheesecake. It's very wow. good. Wow. Do not let the game get hot. Ben and all Jerry's. All ben gone? and Jerry's. That's the game. Ben, ben and, and Jerry's. Jerry. Oh, hundred percent. Is it all gone? Yes. Yeah, dude, I smacked it. You smacked it. Did you go half tub tonight or did you go full tub tonight? Full tub. Come on. Dumb question. You ate that entire thing tonight? Yep. I love that for you. You know me. Come on. Don't, do not get in this kid's way, man. It's. <laughs> I don't mess around when it comes to ice cream. I, I mean, Monday, watch out. Might as well go to Tuesday because Monday's over with. The you diet know. does start tomorrow, though, I will say. <laughs> Salad and fruit tomorrow. We're back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, man, I can get off track. Um, all right. Miami Marlins. This is just fun, man. Baseball right now. We got all these teams just lingering around that aren't the high rolling squads that are up there competing with the best teams in baseball, like the D backs, like the pirates, the Miami Marlins are 32 and 28, seven and three in their last 10 after they lost jazz. Uh, Jorge Soler is just like he was for the Braves two years ago. And it's just, this guy had five home runs in five games, absolute lethal hitter. And they got some nasty, nasty arms. And mind you, I will say this, that if you are a fantasy baseball player, just making sure that you look for any starting pitcher that has Oakland for the weekend, because Cabrera, yep. who has had a rough year so far, has really struggled with throwing strikes, absolutely do dominated Oakland over the weekend. So did uh, Yuri Perez was absolutely amazing. This team is a lot of fun right now. They have a lot of young arms. Pitching is what's going to keep them around. And Luis Arias had a five-hit game the other night, first one in his career. Special man, just a special, special hitter. Uh, the New York Mets, 30 and 30, five and five. New York still continues to burn down in reference to that. Uh, shout out Frank the Tank. Uh, the Philadelphia Phillies, man, struggle bus. The struggle bus is real. 37 or 27 and 32, excuse me, four and six in their last 10. And the Washington Nationals, 
decided to put up eight earned runs or something the other day on Zach Wheeler. Just a young squad that can go out there and compete. 25 and 34, four and six in their last 10. Anything here on the uh, NLEs, Kyle? Yeah, uh, you kind of touched on the Mets. Disappointing. Um, you're still kind of waiting for them to like hit their stride. They're still at 500, so they still have a chance to get there. Um, but, you know, we talked about it in previous pods, too. We just expected more out of the Mets in the beginning of the season. I mean, just based on where their payroll is at, based on the star power that they signed in the offseason, and kind of this team that they built, you were really expecting them to kind of compete with the Braves at the top of that division. Otherwise, so what is it, June 4th? It so June, June 4th. 4th game, if I'm giving you a team that I would bet on to win the World Series on June 4th, it's the Atlanta Braves. Um, just the powerhouse. That lineup is so good. So good. Um, and I, I, they're going to be tough to stop in, a, in the, in the, in the postseason. We talked about, do you remember when we talked about, I think it was like last episode or the episode prior, where we talked about Gunnar Henderson kind of having that yeah. breather room with the Orioles? Yep. I feel like Michael Harris has that now. You feel like uh, Vaughn Grisham, who is currently uh, down in AAA, um, but he's a highly talented star that's on the come up. Um, and then Mike Soroka, he doesn't have, there's not a lot of pressure for him to go out there and, and do an incredible job. This team, man, just, they went out there today. Colin McGow or Go, I forget his name, goes out there uh, wow. after Soroka gives up five and just shuts them down. They bring in another young arm, just goes out there, one, two, three, nothing, nothing, you know, simple and easy. Um, it's going to kill me who the Braves left-handed pitcher is. He's one of the best uh, guys in all of baseball, A.J. Minter. So A.J. AJ Minter, Minter goes out there, um, and you watched him just uh, have such a professional uh, performance uh, out there as well tonight, and uh, Iglesias, I mean – they just have all these different pieces that just are, it's like Acuna just gets everything started. Um, then you have just professional AB after AB after AB Orlando Arcia is this fun little, like, you know, just throw them out in the field and see what happens type of thing. Cause he might do some electric stuff. I agree. KMA. If I'm going to put some money down on a team, it's the Braves. They're a wagon for sure. I really, really do, man. All right, let's move over to the AL West. The Texas freaking Rangers, man. Eight and two in their last 10, 38 and 20 overall. They sweep the Mariners this past weekend. Nathan Avaldi has evolved. No pun intended. <laughs> Wait, I was waiting for that. I was like, obviously, yeah. I'm talking to now I'm talking to post bachelor party KMA. Yeah, you are. The brain's a little uh, so yeah, that's that's tough. Try, strawberry cheesecake, KMA. That's yeah. tough. I yeah. remember these college days very, very well. Hey, KMA, can you grab the remote an hour later? What, T. Lou? Um, it's tough, man. It's a tough world right now for the kid. I shockingly made the podcast, and you know who didn't? CM. Oops. One right. thing. Uh, <laughs> sorry, pal. Texas is so good. Dolos Garcia is so good. Marcus Simeon is so good. Everything about this team is just so good. And I love it because I do not want to see the Astros winning the AL West. I want to see the Texas Rangers win the AL West. I want to see the Astros have to face off against Toronto or New York. Give us New York versus uh, the Astros in a wild card series. Like, give us something that's going to get us off on the right foot. I want Texas being able to, uh, because I think that they're they're so well built right now uh, to outlast a lot of these teams, KMA. Have you been able to check out the squad at all? Yeah, I've caught a few games, watched a lot of highlights. I really like the way they're playing. They're hot. You touched on Ebaldi. That entire pitching staff has really thrown the ball well. Um, they are hot. 
what are they? One, three in a row. I'm looking at the standings right now. One, three in a row, eight and two in their last 10. So they're on, they're on fire. And, Crush. you know, like we thought, like talking about the Diamondbacks, they're past like that. Okay. Let's see if they fizzle out in the beginning of the year. I mean, they proved they can stay there and they proved they can play at a high level. So really excited about this squad. And um, Bruce Bochy is my manager of the year on June 4th right now. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Um, we rolled through the NL there for quite a bit, folks. So we're going to roll through the rest of the divisions here and touch on K-May's White Sox a little bit uh, to get our weekly report on the White Sox. Um, Houston, 35 and 24, 7 and 3 in their last 10. Um, they're still electric. Uh, they went, oh God, who did they play this past weekend? They played, they had the Angels and they won that series as well. So they're rolling. Um, you then going to the angels, which this was a big series for the angels. Unfortunately, them not pulling out the series win, but 31 and 33 and seven in their last 10, pretty tough stretch right now. They'll probably turn around here in a little bit. Seattle, 29 and 30, four and six in the last 10 and the Oakland A's. We don't even have to talk about that. Let's move, let's go on to the AL East really quick. Tampa Bay, 42 and 19, six and four in their last 10. They're just unbelievable. Baltimore, 37 and 22, five and five in their last 10, New York. 36 and 25. The Yankees are six and four in their last 10. Toronto, 33 and 27, seven, three in their last 10. Kevin Gosman, watch out. Potential AL, AL Scion candidate. The guy's unbelievable. Uh, Boston, 30 and 29, four and six in their last 10. Again, the entire, the entire division continues to stay above 500. Uh, just a remarkable division this past year. Finally, let's roll into the AL Central. K May's. Uh, KMA's duties here. So Minnesota, 31 and 29, five and five in their last 10. Cleveland, the Guardians are 27 and 32, six and four in their last 10. Detroit Tigers hanging around, man, but man, have they just gotten the injury bug? Holy smokes, mm-hmm. 26 and 31, four and six in their last 10. Very unfortunate. See Riley Green go down, um, and they just continue to lose guys. It's just one of those years, man, that I think honestly is this is great. They're on they're they're showing a lot of promise. Um, I think uh Castellani from Barstool talked about it the other day. Uh, yeah, they're just they got a lot of good things rolling that organization. I think baseball is better when the Tigers are good. Um, so hoping that they can get a good draft pick this year, and then I think next year they're gonna be a a, a very, very uh put some money on them to win the uh, AL Central next year. Great squad. KMA's White Sox, 26 and 35, 5 and 5 in their last 10. Uh, and the Kansas City Royals, 18 and 41, 4 and 6 in the last 10, obviously out of it at this point. KMA, what's the radar at? How are we feeling? You're five and a half back, but how's the squad feeling? Michael Kopech is him. Michael yeah, Michael Kopech is he, he shoved as a late. Um, how are we feeling about the squad? I've always said I'm going to be, I'm looking at the negative side of things until they get to 500 because I really, I've, I mean, to win the division, you're going to need 500 regardless. So yep. get there. Then I'll start feeling a little more optimistic. Can they get there? I don't know. Injuries happen. They also have stunk for a period of time. They did sweep Detroit this weekend. So that was good. Did you catch that game on Saturday? Sox I played? did not. I did not. So oh, two to, two to one. talking about the, the, the hit by pitch on the up? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So three runs were scored all game. It was two to one White Sox. All three runs were scored via the wild pitch. Are you serious? First time ever in baseball history that's ever happened. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. That's so the AL Central, dude. Yeah, I know. That's so the AL Central. That's so AL Central, right? Unreal. 
Just now, a garbage way to win from a garbage division. That umpire, that home umpire came in. Oh my God. He, my little, he had, he covered the WBC as well. And he, oh, did he? legitimately had three or four foul balls off the mask and like rattled. Um, I, I can't remember the umpire's name. I might've screenshot it here, but I would, <laughs> I wish they would kind of do like an injury report on the umps. Cause I yeah. don't know how this dude is like out. I don't, I don't know why I, I don't know how this is actually allowed for him to be umpiring games at this point, because the guy has legitimately just gotten just absolutely plowed by baseballs for the last couple of months. The guy's just wearing it. Guys are square. Guys are squaring it out. Was that, do you think that was a mix up between the pitcher and okay. Okay. So it was, yeah, totally, so it wasn't. Yeah, so I didn't see it live, but I saw like the replay of the uh-huh. of the pitch that went that went home. It literally across it to me. Um, it was a fastball. He was looking slider, and he just missed it. And it happened to be right where the umpire's face mask was, and just yeah. squared him up right in the dome. Right where the face mask was. I yeah, mean, they domed up. Yeah. How, how fast was it? Was it ninety? Upper nineties. It was like ninety six, ninety seven, something like that. Ninety six so off the face, like yeah, yeah. Guy fell to the ground. Did they actually call um, the winning run safe? Yeah, yeah. Did they? I mean, the play wasn't that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he just kept kept rolling with it. But yeah, that's. It didn't seem like it because it was like, where's the official call? But I guess yeah. they probably they probably can point it out from the base umpires. I would think. You would think so. You would think so, but um, yeah, that was hysterical. That was a big series, though, man. That really, really big series because now. It felt kind of like the White Sox were a little bit behind, but um, they win the series against the Tigers. Is that correct? Swapped them, yeah. Swapped them. Mm-hmm. You get you get three games back. What do you got going now this week? We got White Sox so, now. They are they're off. So the June tomorrow. the June schedule coming up is pretty tough. They have the Yankees in there. They play the Yankees this week. Yep, they play the Yankees. They yeah. got Miami this up Miami. And then they got, let's see here. They're off two Mondays in a row, which is really, really nice. Yeah. Then they got, oh, you're right. Then they got L.A. Uh, yeah, that's right. L.A., then Seattle, then Texas. So, yeah, that's that's going to be a tough stretch coming up. Now, I we only got a few yeah, left here. But it all, and it sucks, too, because it's like, does Minis, now does Minnesota, let's see what Minnesota's got. Because if Minnesota, the Guardians both have tough months, the AL Central could actually be um, one of the funnier things by the All-Star break. You may not have a 500 team by the All-Star break. That'd be nuts. That would be absolutely insane. I, I, now I think it's going to be the Guardians will start to l- get a little bit better. Um, but now there yeah, are rumors out there that they it. may trade Shane Bieber. I saw that, yeah. Just crazy, man. But yeah, as we always say, baseball has been crazy. Baseball's nuts. It's, it's been wild. Yeah. It's been so much fun. It's just, it's the best. It's been in a very, very long time from the landscape of you have a bunch of different teams and you have new fan bases that are getting involved. And I think what's great is the teams and the owners that are not taking care of their teams or not spending the money are the ones that are, are brutal. Um, and they're going to feel the effects. You know, you talk about the Rockies, you talk about Oakland, you talk about uh, Kansas city, like, these guys got to like step it up because it's actually sad. I mean, the Kansas city Royals are 18 and 41 and Bobby Witt has been on the come up for like the last five to six years. 
Yeah. It's yeah. sad, man. It's sad that the, those teams really need to figure it out. But Kami, anything else, man, before I let you just get, get to sleep, man. Yeah. Couldn't could need to sleep for sure. Um, yeah. Just one, one thing to kind of leave us with here as we kind of head out, I think we got a host who has a birthday coming up this week. Shouts out to our, to our lovely host, Tyler Lewin. Thank joining you. the old, uh, joining the big two seven club. So cheers, pal. Hope you have a good birthday. Cheers. To wish you, I could be there. Wish I could be there and have some beers with you, but, uh, we'll be we'll be doing that soon my friend absolutely absolutely and to all the fans they're going to send so many gifts to my house and (laughs) and and everything and all our listeners are going to figure out my address i'm currently in we're now in our new home which is fantastic life's good i'm a d-backs 1b fan t lou the d-backs 1b fan welcome to 1b club my brother welcome what you know about it what you know about it all right kma I'll let you go, my friend, and to all our listeners, every single one of you, of our probably three listeners, thank you so much for tuning in, and we will catch you next time.